0: Welcome back from Santa's Little Nostrils. I'm your host, Dominic. I'm the sixth grade, and this is season two of Allah, the Vault of Ancient Civilizations. Have you ever wondered about what things the ancient Egyptians invented, like the hieroglyphics or the first ever pyramid? The Egyptians built the first ever pyramid, but did you know that it did not have smooth sides? Starting in about 2950 BC, royal tombs were carved into rocks. They were then covered with flat-roofed rectangular buildings known as mastabas. The pyramids we know developed from these mastabas. It is also said that the Great Pyramid was built using 2.3 million blocks of stone. Each stone weighed about 2.5 tons. These stones had to be cut, transported, and put together. The ancient Greek historian Herodotus wrote that it took 20 years and the labor of 100,000 men to build. But it was later learned that about 20,000 laborers work on it. This is the biggest pyramid in the world today. Did you also know that for centuries, pyramids were the tallest structures on the planet? The pyramids of Giza were built more than 4,000 years ago and are still standing today. Pyramids were built for religious purposes. The Egyptians were one of the first civilizations to believe in gods, and many smaller pyramids were constructed around the Nile Valley. The tallest of the great pyramids reached nearly 500 feet into the sky. Egyptians also created an early type of paper we have today. Egyptians made new tools to help them write. They created ink and papers, an early kind of paper. The ancient Egyptians also created their own type of writing system called the hieroglyphics. The hieroglyphics were made of different symbols that represented different things in letters. The hieroglyphics were invented in early 3100 BC. The most famous symbol in hieroglyphic writing was the symbol of the cross, known as ink. It was also known as Ange. The oldest hieroglyphic is thought to be no less than 5,000 years old. There were also more than 700 hieroglyphic symbols in the ancient. That's all for today's episode of Season 2 Unlocked The Evolve Ancient Civilizations. Did you gain any new information from today's episode? Sources from Ancient History Encyclopedia, adapted by New Zealand Staff, History.com, adapted by New Zealand Staff, and U.S. USHistory.org adapted by Newsela staff. This podcast was directed by Evan, produced by Taven, script written by Mackenzie and Grace, and your host, me, Dominic. Our group, Sanders Little Nostrils, will like to thank you for listening to our podcast. That is all for today. See you next time for another episode of Unlocked, Evolve Ancient Civilizations.
1: Did you ever wonder what the government was like in ancient Egypt? Were women in power or was it just men? How did the ancient Egypts get their knees in once men? How did the Nile River help economics for ancient Egypt? Today on Unlocked, the Vault of ancient civilizations, you will learn about the government and economics of ancient Egypt. Hi, I'm your host Kyra of the Researchers of the Next Generation and welcome back to Unlocked. Today we will hear from
2: expert Kaylin about the government and economics of ancient Egypt. Hi, everyone. It's great to be back to tell you everything I know about Egyptian economics and government. That's amazing to hear. So, Kaylin, what do you have for the listeners today? Well, for one thing, we know the Nile River played a huge deal in economics. How is that? The Nile River flooded every year. When the river receded, it left nutrients, which helped the them grow crops and they could use the extra crops to sell and trade. One plant called papyrus reed grew near the river. The Egyptians turned it into paper and traded it to the other civilizations, such as Sudan to the south and Libya to the east. That's very interesting. I did not know that the paper was
1: created in ancient Egypt. How else was economics in ancient Egypt important?
2: Well, the Egyptians had to make sure they were careful when they were trading because they wanted to prevent any stealing from the other civilizations. For example, if the other civilizations were coming to their area to trade new things, they had to make sure it was a fair trade and there were no dishonest behavior. There were also some important people in their civilization. For example, example farmers didn't have much and they were on the bottom of the hierarchy only above slaves from other civilizations, even though they, played, they had a big role. They were in charge of planting, growing, and harvesting the crops, and lots of farmers would take care of the other people's properties and get paid for it. I did not know they were so important. Yes, they played a very big part in economics.
1: Okay, now on to the government. What was that like in ancient Egypt?
2: Well, in ancient Egypt, mostly men were in power. Pharaohs were typically men. There were queens, however, that would take over after the pharaoh died and if there were no other men available or the next pharaoh was too young. They were either the daughters of the pharaoh or the mother of the pharaoh.
1: Really? How come queens didn't have a lot of
2: power in ancient Egypt? It was honestly because pharaohs were thought as male kings. However, I want to tell you about one famous pharaoh that was a queen. Her name was Hatshepsut, and after her husband, the pharaoh, died, his son was thought to be the next pharaoh, but he was too young to rule, so she decided to take his spot and become the ruler of that period of time. Well, I'm sure the son was happy about that. Actually, with all the good things she did, like make the kingdom a better place, and she had good ideas for her civilization, and her being an overall good mom for saving the throne, he tried to destroy all the images and sculptures of her. And some people think it's because she made the civilization better, and he couldn't do that.
1: How did you say tried? What do you mean by tried?
2: Well, with all the sculptures and images she made, he could not destroy them in time. And the sculptures were made with hard granite, and they could not break them.
1: Tell me more about these sculptures you're talking about. They seem interesting.
2: The sculptures were kind of unique because Hatshepsut, what had these images look more masculine and try to help the people of the civilization not be too crazy about having a woman as a pharaoh. That is very unique. Yes, it is. Some crap. She made crass people give her wider shoulders and a beard to make her look more like a male pharaoh.
1: That's so cool. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with the listeners. That's about it for this podcast. This is your host, Kyra.
2: The director, Caleb.
1: director, Jordan. And tech expert, Nolan. We got this information from the following articles Architecture in Ancient Egypt by Ancient History Encyclopedia, Women in Society by USHistory.org, and Trade in Egypt and Nubia by the Ancient History Encyclopedia, both adapted by New Zealand South. We hope you enjoyed
3: it.
4: Hello, we are the Fantastic Four, Serenity, Brayden, Emily, and my name is Danny, I'll be your host. Welcome to Season 2 of Unlocked, the Vault of Ancient Civilizations. Long ago, there was a great empire called Egypt. Egypt has become famous in history, in large part due to its fertile land. How did Egypt's land make Egypt so popular?
5: The Nile River and the Nile Delta was one of the most important rivers in ancient Egypt. None of the achievements of the remarkable ancient Egyptian civilization would have been possible without the Nile River. There is always a connection between landscape and how people develop. Archaeologists and historians don't know how exactly Egyptian civilization evolved. It is believed that humans started living along the Nile's banks starting in around 6000 B.C. For the earliest inhabitants of the Nile Valley, food was not easy to find. Although there were a lot of crocodiles, those critters were pretty hard to catch. Despite being in the midst of the desert surroundings, people discovered that the Nile River provided many sources of food. Along the river were fruit trees and fish swam in the Nile in great numbers.
6: In 3000 BC, Egypt looked similar geographically to the way it does today. The country was mostly covered by desert, but along the Nile River was a swath of earth. This proved and still proves, a life of source for many Egyptians.
7: During a good season, Egypt's healthy fields have enough crops to feed everyone in the region. Sometimes the fields grew extra food, which could be traded with other kingdoms. The food could also be saved for when the harvest was not as good. The newly planted, seeds needed water, making irrigation very important. Irrigation is a way to carry water away from a river or a creek to a farm.
4: peasants worked in the field and raised animals. They made sure that canals and reservoirs were in good condition to water the fields. They also worked on the stone carries and built pyramids and temples. The peasants paid heavy taxes. More than half of their harvests might go for taxes.
5: Egyptians discovered that, at the same time each year, the Nile flooded for about six months. As the river receded, it deposited a rich brown layer of silt that was suitable for growing wheat, beans, barley, or even cotton. Farmers learned to dig short canals leading to fields near the Nile, thus providing fresh water for year-round irrigation. Planting immediately after a flood yielded harvests before the next year's flood. After learning to take advantage of the Nile's floods, and not having to fear foreign attacks, the Egyptians concentrated on improving farming techniques.
6: Perhaps most importantly, the people there discovered that the Nile flooded for about six months every year at the same time. As the water drew back afterward, it deposited a rich brown layer of silt. This soil was suitable for growing wheat, beans, barley, and cotton. Farmers learned to dig short canals leading to fields near the Nile. These waterways brought in fresh water for irrigation and planting immediately after a flood produced crops for the next year's flood.
7: With many of life's needs provided, the Egyptians started thinking about other things such as art, government, and religion some of the basic needs to create a civilization. Eventually, pyramids, money, Cleopatra, and Sphinx of Giza became touchstones of this amazing culture. Farmers made their living from their crops in a number of ways. Landowners could not do what they wanted with their fields and animals. Most farmers farmers worked on other people's land. They tended the fields and gave most of what they grew to the farm owner. They were allowed to keep a small amount of the crop for themselves. Farming was mainly done by men. At home, women and children often cared for the small family gardens.
4: Farmers could not work the fields. Instead, they worked on the pyramids. It took thousands of workers to build one pyramid. The pyramids were made of stone blocks. They were very big. Each block weighed more than 2,000 pounds. Workers had to drag the stone blocks. How did they do it? Maybe they pushed them on rollers, or maybe they used slippery clay. Pyramids took many years to finish. Thanks, Thanks to for listening. Credits to you. your host Danny. Your director
6: Serenity, your scriptwriter Emily, and your tech expert Braden.
4: Credits to USHistory.org, adapted by Zealand Staff. USHistory.org, Ancient History Encyclopedia and Newzella articles Ancient Egypt, The Egyptian Social Structure, How the Nile River Led to Civilization in Egypt, and Life Along the Nile. Thanks for Thanks listening. For Bye. Bye. See this you in our India. next podcast on India. India.
3: Last episode, we were talking about Mesopotamia, now we're back to teach you about ancient Egypt and their culture. I'm Kaden, the host of Unlock the Vault of Ancient Civilizations, and this is my crew.
6: I'm Charlie. I'm Miles. I'm Aaliyah. And this
3: is... MESOCIDE! Mesocide! On this episode, Miles will talk about the writing system of ancient Egypt, Charlie will talk about the mummification process, Aaliyah will talk about women in Egyptian society, and I will be talking about the art of ancient Egypt. <laughs> First up is me. I will be talking about Egyptian art and why it was so important to their culture. How can art play an important role in their culture? As you may know, the Egyptians mostly made sculptures and carvings of the god or the pharaoh. But the artwork wasn't always made just for fun or for you to look at. So why was it made then? Many sculptures were believed to have a dead spirit or a god spirit. The charms and amulets were used to fight off um, evil spirits and protect people from harm. Their art has been passed down for years. For example, their art was a really big thing from 2040 to 1783 uh, BC. This point was considered the high point of Egyptian culture. Stonework first started in the early dynastic period, although making some sculptures took a long time and it was a longer process. Next
6: up is Miles. My subject is the writing system of ancient Egypt. What did they believe created hieroglyphics? They believed that the god Thoth created writing for Egyptians to become smarter. But another god, Re didn't approve of this and limited his power. Thoth was still able to teach this to a few people, so they became scribes. Hieroglyphics first appeared on vases and jars in a cemetery called Abydos.
3: Very interesting. Thanks, Myla. Now we get to hear about the amazing mummification process of ancient Egypt and why it was so important to their culture.
6: All right, Charlie, shoot. The mummification process was a hard and time-consuming process and was very important to ancient Egypt and their people because it was a start to the afterlife. Start to the afterlife. And the afterlife was an important part of their culture. The first step of the mummification process was to remove the brain with a long hook through the nose. Wow, that's very
3: interesting. Tell me more about the mummification process because I'm dying to know.
6: They also removed the organs through the chest. After that, they would put the body into narton crystals and that would dehydrate the body. I did not know that. Then they would stuff the body with cloths and other small bits of fabric. Finally, they would place a funerary mask on the body. Thanks, Charlie. Finally, we get to hear from Aliyah. My topic is about the women's society and how they were important to ancient Egypt. Who was the first queen in ancient Egypt? The first queen of ancient Egypt was Hatshepsut, beginning her reign in 1500 BC. She treated her people and temples well. Tell me about another queen from ancient Egypt. Another queen from ancient Egypt was Cleopatra, and she was one of the most popular queens of, A- of Egypt. She was ambitious, smart, and powerful. She learned astronomy and several, several languages. She became queen at only 18. Amazing!
3: Well, that wraps it up. Special thanks to my crew. Miles, our director, Charlie, our tech expert, and Aliyah, our writer. We got all our evidence from Newzella. Here are the articles. Ancient Egypt, Art of Publication by USHistory.org, adapted by Newzella staff. The Evolution of Egyptian Hieroglyphics by Priscilla Scolabill by Ancient History Encyclopedia. Ancient Egypt art was created to be useful by US History Encyclopedia, adapted by Zealand staff. Ancient Egypt, Woman in Society by US history.org adapted by Museo Staff. This has been Mezzoside. See you next time.
8: Long ago, there was a place called ancient Egypt. In this world, they had a different culture, another way of burial, and even a different way of worship. You will take a blast to the past to ancient Egypt religion in this story you will hear about how they were polytheistic and some of the important gods goddesses that the ancient egyptian egyptians worshiped the article
9: of the ancient egypt religion states the ancient egyptians thought that gods actually lived in the temple every morning the head priest or priestess took a bath
10: and dressed in clean white clothes and clean sandals this shows what the Egyptians did every day when they got up. They went to the temple to pray to the gods and goddesses. They wore all white clothes and the important gods, like the head priest, took baths and wore clean clothes and shoes. The Egyptians were meant to live in the worship in the temple every day, not in a church like we do nowadays. The temple was where they went to worship and pray to the gods like Adam, Isis, and Orsis, as we will talk about them later.
9: The Egyptians were one of the first civilizations to believe in the afterlife. They believed that after a noble person died, the person journeyed from the Hall of Truth, there he would be judged by Oris, the king of the dead, found from the art of the mummification. This shows how they cared about the people in the afterlife. They always buried the Egyptians, no matter the importance. They thought the people would use all their things in the afterlife and come back to their tomb. The Egyptians were very precious uh, about the afterlife. There was even a god of the dead that you will meet, and and that god was there to judge the ancient Egyptians. These are some of the things they buried in the tomb with the person.
8: In the article, Ancient Egyptian Art, it states, The Egyptians believed a statue held the spirit of the god or the dead charms and amulets protected people from harm figurines warded off evil spirits and angry ghosts ceramics were used for drinking eating and storage this proves that back then their belief in god was different from now also their way of doing things us now only sometimes have a statue but sometimes we will have a tombstone they believed that the charms and amulets protected people from harmful things and ghosts some of us believe that god jesus protected us also your ka protected the egyptians some info about ka
9: according to the article art of mummification state says if the noble had led a good enough life his or her ka would be allowed to enjoy eternal life it could hunt and fish it could live with its family be entertained and eat its favorite foods. This explains how god, the god Oris gets to choose what happens to the ka. If the ka was good, it was sent to the afterlife. It could spend time with its family, friends and friends in the afterlife. This is more about the afterlife.
8: Ancient Egyptians shaped the world's view of life after death, states. For ancient Egyptians, life on earth was just part of a bigger story. The Egyptian. Ancient Egyptians believed that after death, their spirit moved to a different world. This world was called the afterlife. This shows that their ways of death were crazy of how they believed in. Then they would think that once they died, their spirit would go to the afterlife. In this afterlife, the Ka would get to go with friends and family next to an interesting fact.
10: According to history for kids, people of ancient Egypt mummified the bodies for their dead, and internal organs were removed, and special oils were placed on their bodies before they were wrapped in cloth. Items belonging to the dead would be buried with them. The ancient Egyptians believed that they would take these with them to the afterlife. This shows how the ancient Egypt god Orsa mummified the people so they would have a good afterlife. These special methods were used every time that they needed to mummify. This was an important part of the ancient Egyptian religion, culture. Now back to move about about the gods ancient Egypt, ancient egyptians shaped the world's view of life after death says ancient egyptians believe that at first there was nothing but dark and water everywhere suddenly a hill glue it was known as the big ben ben on top stood the great god. His name was Adam. This shows how the ancient Egyptians believed that there was a hill that grew. When the hill Big Ben um, grew, uh, Ben Ben grew, a god that was there named Adam stood on top. They called this god Adam, the Lord of the Universe. We are now going to talk about Isis and Orsus.
6: Ancient Egyptians shaped the world view after life. Death says, Orsis ruled over the world well. His sister Isis was his wife. She helped Orsis rule. They decided the best spots for trees to grow in water to flow. Orsis created the land of Egypt and the Nile River, which provided for the people. He tried to keep everything balanced. This proves that This proves how gods teamed up to rule Egypt. These two gods both have a different meaning. Horses is the Egyptian of the god of afterlife and the god of rebirth. Isis is the god of healing and magic. These are completely different types of gods
8: that work together. In conclusion, there was a place called ancient Egypt. In this world, they had a different culture, another way of burial, and a different way of worship to ancient Egyptian religion. The resources we used on Newsela, ancient Egyptian art, ancient Egyptian religion, the art of mummification and ancient Egyptians shaped the world's view of life after death. Also, history for kids, the roles were Patty as the speaker,
6: Haley as the writer, Nicole as the director,
8: and
10: Yusuf as the tech expert,
8: though we all helped finding the evidence and writing the explanation.